Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Derek Carr's done a wonderful job on the glass. Back outside, Brown. Good night. Could tie it with one swing. High drive! It's tied! Oh, didn't we have us a Friday night sports fans? You had the Boston Celtics clean the stench of an unfortunate defeat out of the air without having to borrow any of Kyrie Irving's sage as they defeat a very game once again, Jimmy Buckets and the Miami Heat at the Boston Garden for the Celtics' home opener. And if you happen to have stayed up just late enough while you were possibly enjoying a bite and a frosty beverage after the Celtics' second victory of the season, you flipped over to ESPN, which is where they're airing the World Series this year, and you happen to see, dare I say, and I know your Boston Red Sox weren't involved, but you're a sports fan first and foremost, and you caught an absolute classic. The Diamondbacks, who barely squeaked into the postseason tournament with 84 wins up against the Texas Rangers, seeking their first ever World Series championship at beautiful Globe Life Park in Arlington, Texas, with a wild crowd. And there was Corey Seager looking for his signature postseason moment, and he got it and then some in the ninth inning, hitting an absolute two-run no-doubter to tie the game perfectly called by my personal favorite young voice in sports right now. That would be the great Joe Davis, who works for Fox Sports. And then, of course, in the 11th, a man who was traded four years ago from the St. Louis Cardinals to the Texas Rangers for, you ready for this? Cash considerations. The new champion of the postseason, a legend in the making, Adolis Garcia, goes oppo, with a little bit of a flare, but when you got forearms like his, even a little bit of a flare swing can jack it 373 out. Rangers win. They go up one nothing in the World Series. The Celtics are 2-0. and We've already forgotten about the Bruins blowing a two-goal lead with two minutes left on Thursday night. And you know what? Tomorrow, your New England Patriots are looking to make a statement. Are they back-ish? Can the Patriots go down and challenge the Miami Dolphins, who are a little injury-riddled at the time, who aren't exactly at max cap and full health, can the Patriots prove that last Sunday was not a fluke? It was not anomalous. It wasn't just 
that Buffalo is a little bit of a mess right now, and the Patriots were the cleaner, more organized, less mistake-prone, and fresher team last Sunday. Can they go to Miami tomorrow, avenge the half yard that Cole Strange was not able to get a couple weeks ago on that Sunday night football 24-17 defeat and get a win that would, hey, make them 3-1 in the division, possibly stave off the trading of some veterans at the trade deadline, which happens to also be Halloween this coming Tuesday, and put them back in the thick of something that could be a potential playoff race. You're promised there will be no path math today, but we are here to just have a lovely two-hour, gorgeous, sunny Saturday picturesque postcard of a New England autumn Saturday sports conversation on Fitzy and Hart. I didn't even know that we were going to be doing this as well. Sometimes schedules get crossed up, but hey, when you get the call from the Laird man, when boss man flashes the pat signal in the sky, what do we do, Terp? We go right to the sports machine and we hop on the horn and hang out with you, the best sports fans in the land, listening to WEEI. You can get in touch with us at any moment, 617-779-7937. There's your number for two-way sports talk action. The text line, 37937. And, of course, the socials, at FitzyGFY and at WEEI. We'll be joined later in the hour by Andy Hart, who will do a little bit of a Six Rings Patriots-Dolphins preview with me in the 5 o'clock power hour. Uh, producer Justin Turpin, who also does an awesome job on our Celtics uh, beat coverage now at WEEI.com. You can check out on the Odyssey app his post-game live shows as well on the Go Live feature. And, of course, he is the producer of the Six Rings pod. Terp was actually at the Celtics game last night. Let's start there, Terp. How was that environment? I was driving home from an event in New Hampshire, and I was riveted by the radio call on the way home, then got home and watched some highlights as well. This felt to me, Terp, like the second game. Obviously, Fitzy, it's the second game in the se- in the season, but this was the second game in a row that was tooth and nail against one of the better, decent, middling to possibly good teams of the Eastern Conference who always play the Celtics well. And it was maybe another one of those games that maybe last year's squad would have found a way to lose. But this year's team has found a way to win two times in a row. I thought it was a great home dub to start the season. I completely agree. And honestly, it felt like we really never left from May. We picked up right where we left off against the Miami Heat. The crowd was rocking and the Celtics were turning the ball over. The only difference was is they were able to overcome those mistakes, like you just said, and pull off a victory that they probably wouldn't have pulled off last year. And truthfully, they'd probably be 0-2 if, if we're talking about last year's team and how they've been able to close out fourth quarters this year. It, it's been a significant improvement from what we've seen. So that was that was fun last night. It was great. It was a huge win. All right, uh, some other things that were great about last night, in addition to the win. Okay, now you don't have Porzingis and Tatum carrying you the way they did the other night, putting together a combined 64 at the Madison Square Garden that happens to technically be round. Now, instead, last night, it was a Jalen Brown and Derek White night. Derek White, I mean, I know there's talk of that contract extension swirling around, that they may be approaching him on a... Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Terp. I heard something in the neighborhood of like three at 28 million a piece. Uh, so like three for 84, 85. That would be the like goal. That. Yep. Yeah, that's what the that's the goal. That's what they're hoping for. If he keeps playing like he did last night, it's probably actually going to go up, and then we're going to be dealing with some serious tax dollars in a second or even a third apron if such a thing exists. But Derek White, golly, that guy is just something else. Rim protection, rebounds, free throws, three pointers, elite defense. He absolutely does it all and for anyone who thought he could lose his mojo 
because he lost his signature main? Oh, no. Maybe now. Maybe there's less wind resistance. Maybe there's less drag on him right now because he was all over the court last night. And Jalen Brown, for Jalen to be able to play the kind of defense he did, but also sink some shots, including that dagger of a three. Like, the, the Celtics didn't play. The Celtics basically didn't. Uh, they chose they chose violence in the end. They didn't go for two. They Or rather, they didn't you know try to kick the extra point. They went for two in the end, if you will, with that three, which was huge. And to come off that performance, only 11 points in the opener, Terp, a couple of key turnovers. He had that brutal sequence against the Knicks where it was turnover, turnover, foul, and four-point play. And then last night, he looked like the best player on the court. Huge for him on a team that now is showcasing that it can attack you a million different ways. 100%, and especially in the clutch. Like, look at the uh, the regular season opener in New York against the Knicks. They went on that 15-3 to run at the end of the game, and I think it was like 12 of those points came from Kristaps Porzingis as he was the closeout then. And then last night, you get 26 combined points from Jalen Brown and Derek White in the fourth quarter. They can hurt you in so many different ways, and that's what makes them such a dangerous team because they have so many scoring options. On a traditional night, if you think about it, Derek White, what can be considered their fifth option? Yep. Only only in front of Al Horford in that top six because it would probably go Tatum and then a variation of Holiday and Porzingis and then uh, or excuse me, Brown and Porzingis, then Holiday. And you have Derek White stepping up, and he is a proven scorer. He can score. He's a career double-digit average scorer. And that's what makes them so dangerous is they can hurt you in so many different ways. If you're the Miami Heat, public enemy number one that happens to wear a Kelly Green Celtics uniform has to be Derek White. After last May, the putback in game six, you couldn't celebrate winning a surprised Eastern Conference Finals at home uh, with a joyous last second victory and a comeback against the Celtics. You had to fly. Well, it turns out they had to fly all the way back up on a Monday night and beat the Celtics at the TD Garden, which may have been sweeter, yet still, he is a thorn in their side. And I think you and I were talking off-air before one of the Six Rings podcasts this week just about how great, and I think Andy was making making this point too, and I'll bring this up with him when he joins us later on in the hour. Uh, maybe the best thing that comes, in addition to obviously his professionalism and the elite defense that Drew Holiday has now brought to the Celtics, but now... His defense allows everybody else to be able to expand their games and not worry as much about having to play as much, you know, maybe I don't on any given night. Other guys now don't have to worry about being the best defender on the court. And it was always a battle of like, oh, it's going to be Brown tonight. It's going to be Derek White. It'll be Tatum. Maybe it was Time Lord or Marcus Smart. Like, no, you always know who the best defender is. Like he was all over Julius Randle Wednesday night and he was given the Knicks fits and he played great defense again last night. But this, like the just what Drew Holiday's like effect is, and how he's rubbing off on the other guys, it's already tangible. It's a massive net positive for the Celtics. The pairing in the backcourt of him and Derek White is is truthfully unfair. It's been two games, and these guys are guards, and they've combined for eight blocks. That is yeah. ridiculous, and that's just how good they are. Especially with Porzingis, the Celtics run a lot of drop coverage, which means Porzingis is kind of protecting the rim, which leads to them chasing, and that's how they get the blocks. They are just so athletic, and they do it at both 6'4 apiece. Holiday is also 6'4, and Julius Randle had a 45-pound weight difference over him, mm -hmm. and Holiday still shut him down. And that's an all-star, that's an all-NBA selection in Julius Randle we're talking about, and Holiday shut him down with a significant size difference. So that backcourt... It's just so dangerous. It's really, it's really not fair what they have built back there. 
Yeah, each guy last night, Drew Holiday and Derek White, played 36 minutes. Look at this stat line from Drew Holiday, who was already just paying massive dividends. 36 minutes, 10 rebounds, 7 assists, 17 points. Derek White, 36 minutes, 6 rebounds, 3 assists, 28 points. I mean, come on. That is just... That's awesome. I'd get him, I would get him to put his name on the line that is dotted immediately. And I will say shout out props and hip hops to the Miami Heat as well. It's obviously a team that is not as talented as the Celtics. I know Jimmy Butler was all kinds of bummed that they didn't get Dame Lillard. They couldn't get Drew Holiday. They were negated on several trade efforts this offseason as well to improve the team and try to get to the upper tier of the Eastern Conference. But they saved something special, dig deep and go to a different place whenever they play the Celtics. Butler had 14. It seems like a quiet 14, but he's always a killer in the waning moments when it counts at the end. Kyle Lowry jumped in the juvenation machine for a while and had a nice 8, 5, and 13 night. But kind of lucky that uh, they, well, again, they lost the series, but Tyler Hero last night, 28 points for him. on he, like, he was showcasing exactly how valuable he can be, and maybe he wanted to prove a point. Hey, we didn't need Holiday. We didn't need the Dame. I'm fully healthy, and I'm here to play. So uh, that's always going to be tooth and nail. Great theater, and of course, if you happen to finish that game and you stayed up late like the sports fan that you are who had no desire to go to bed quite just yet because the kids were asleep and there was beer in the fridge, you got treated to an all-time classic of a game one between the Rangers and the Snakes. 617-779-7937. If you want to offer a couple of thoughts on the Celtics, big victory last night, 2-0 and on the season. They're next in action Monday night, I believe. In Washington against K K Zaps or K Taps, what do you call the Zinger? What is his nickname? Terp, Porzingis or yeah? What do they call him? Like the Unicorn. Like, yeah, okay, the Unicorn against the Unicorn's former team, the Wizards. Little home. But coming. now, now to catch you up on that, everything with the Bruins, the Patriots, and so much more. Here's my guy Terp, who's trending now. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. After investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allow 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. I mean, he's a competitor. He's consistent and uh, he wants to win. And I mean, like the plays he made tonight look, were sick. Like they were just sick plays. Um, and like it's the only word you can describe it. And um, I thought it was, 
he, that's just what he does, regardless of, like you said, uh, he has the humility uh, to do what's best for the team. Boston Celtics coach Joe Mazzula postgame last night speaking to the unicorn-like effort given forth not by the unicorn on the team, uh, Pingus Zingus, if you will, a, a.k.a. Tops, a.k.a. the Zinger. Uh, of course, that would be Kristaps Porzingis. The other unicorn on the team being Derek White, who had that tremendous night for the Celtics. Once again, his line on the night in the Celtics' 119-111 defeat of the Miami Heat, 36 minutes, six rebounds, three assists, 28 points, and a handful of blocks. Correct, Terp? That is correct. Yep. Golly, what an awesome, what an awesome effort. His coach is right. I, I wouldn't even know any other way to describe his effort last night or the shot selection and the way he was able to make him. It was absolutely sick. Hey, speaking of people that make you sick, Andy Hart joins the program, everybody. What's up, buddy? You son of a bitch. I can get the <laughs> hell out of here if you want me to. <laughs> so, Andy, we were talking uh, as we kicked off the program today about what an excellent sports Friday night it was, October 27th, 2023, in this which... I, I say October is the best month uh, on the sports calendar. Where would you where would you put where would you put October versus either I don't know September or May or what whatever your particular favorite hmm. month on the sports calendar is? That's a good question because we are the the new season for the NBA, the new season mm -hmm. for hockey. We've mm -hmm. kind of hit the midseason stride for the NFL. College football is coming down to uh, some of the rivalries and things. Yep, it's it's a good time of year. Don't it, forget the World right. Series. And the World Series. No, 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 I don't forget it. I'm just, you think of it, you know, Mr. October, but it really is Mr. Everything. It's kind of the anti-Fourth of July, right? Everything is going yes. on all at once instead of the dead period when you and I do radio and we're like, hey, uh, hey how about you want to talk about today? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no, because there's a million things. And obviously, let's not forget the Dartmouth High School Indians finishing the 8-0 regular season by beating uh, their rival uh, neighbors, New Bedford, 28-18. Wow. Let's include that in there. How about that? And I'm sure young uh, Jackson Hart had himself a night as well, putting together draftable MVP-like numbers <laughs> on the season. Good for him. He's like the J.J. McCarthy of the South Coast, and we love to hear it. Good job. Man. Well, he's funny because he uh, he just actually he went to the BC UConn game today. Um, which could you have a more beautiful day to go tailgate and watch? Dude, this uh, I mean, this game. we gotta we gotta oh. we were, for, were we or were we or were we not owed one by Mother Nature for yeah. all these freaking the sucky rainy summer? Saturdays? No, not just the, the rainy Saturdays. The summer sucked. And then once we went back to work, there were some decent days. And then every Saturday, because you're back to work and you're back to school, when you're ready to go do something, be like, hey, maybe we'll get one of those nice. Nope, it's pouring. So mm -hmm. Mother Nature kind of kicked us in the collective cookies for months. So, yeah, she owed us a little bit on the back end here. And, what a, and what by a the way, day. they say it could snow like next week. <laughs> oh, it could. It's, it's gonna, like right it's around gonna, the corner. It's going to start tomorrow. It's going to pour tomorrow into Monday, which is great because, you know, boy, it's been at least six or seven days since I saw the rain um, tomorrow. And I was planning on, you know, we'll get to in the five o'clock hour. We'll talk Patriots and go run through the NFL slate for tomorrow. Did you see the forecast for uh, did you see the forecast for uh, the chefs at the Broncos? I did not. What do you got you ready for that? How about this? Uh, game time high of 29 degrees, 6 to 12 inches of snow in the forecast. That's what she said. Um, <laughs> snow, I, see, I said you. Yeah, I know. Well, it's, an al it's a famous album, 12 inches of snow, I believe. Mm -hmm. Correct? Sure. Okay. Um, 
Yeah, no, we're getting into that season because uh, it's uh, is it El Nino? Is it El Nino like, that I, is going to do like, this? Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's snowy season. They say by uh-huh. mid uh, mid November, New England should have significant snowfalls. And yes, uh, you, well, you get the weird weather out west too. I saw Pat McAfee on College Game Day was taking his shirt off when it was thirty two degrees or whatever they were broadcasting in this morning. So it, they were it, in uh, Utah, I, love I believe this. today. Yeah, the, um... I love this time of year where you start to get those one off. Well, you could have a game going on in the like the SEC or the you know Florida, and it's like sunny and hot, and then somewhere out west or northwest, you get you start to get snow. Those weird like Wyoming, Montana football games where snows on. You're right. This is a pretty good um, I intersection I, of of all the sports and the weather. I think October is together. the number one. If I had to power rank, if we were going to do like an emergency power ranking of the top sports months, I would say October is the king. October it, is it's not by bad. far. It's not a bad. Now, I think a dark horse might be um, March. You have the combination of March Madness and you have the hockey and basketball seasons kind of coming down the home stretch, starting to really solidify. And you have, if you're a baseball fan, it's the promise of a new season, spring training. So that's probably. And in the NFL, you have free agency. So can I can I nominate March as like a maybe a number two seed? You could put you could put March as a number two seed, and you could also maybe even just put January as a three seed, or maybe you like May uh, because you have the hockey playoffs. You have, excuse me, sorry for everyone. We have the Stanley. You have the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. As I, I apologize. Yeah, and you uh, wear your sweater, not your jersey. Exactly, and then you also have the NBA playoffs, and then you have schedule release and possibly the tail end of the draft. No, we're not doing ske- the get of, get your base. schedule release, turn it sideways, lube it up real nice, and do what you know the Raptors I like any sort of, any reason to talk football is a good excuse to hop on the airwaves schedule or at least bask release. in the glory. I, I'm the just looking for any here. excuse to talk football. Schedule. And then in week three, they will travel to New York to take on the Jets at MetLife Stadium. <laughs> and it's going to be 15 to 10 final, and everyone's going to say, how, how can a win feel like a loss? Uh, as a matter of fact, today in college football, real quick, the... Uh, Right now, Georgia's up 17-7 on Florida. Speaking of college football being in gear, that is uh, for the that is the artist formerly known as the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I understand revisionist historianism to a certain degree vis-a-vis taking down statues, celebrating people whose checkered past may not align with our current values. But having to rebrand one of the great tailgates of America, one of the great college sports, if not just modern American sports parties, and not being allowed to call it the world's largest outdoor cocktail party anymore because that may be off-putting or, quote, stupid. promote inappropriate behavior. It's the stupidest thing I have ever... I've heard a lot of stupid things. I've said a lot of stupid things. That is the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Yeah, it's it's awful. I can even... I didn't it's love a blast, it. by the way. I've been to it twice. Woo! Well, I've heard... Um, we had a local kid, uh, Artie Lynch, who actually went to Georgia, was an all-SEC tight end at Georgia, and he just raves about it. He's like, it's it's... It's unlike anything you'll ever see, take part of, be a part of. People pull in a week in advance in their RVs and their campers, and they set up tailgate cities, Like, and they live there for a week. They tow golf carts and RVs and, you know, forerunners and everything else, uh, motorcycles, et cetera, and people basically just live there on a diet of, like, you know, rum and coke, you know, Cuba Libres and gin and tonics and cheap beer and pulled pork and buffalo chicken dip. And in anticipation, they do that for a day. They tailgate the tailgate. So if are we going to pretend that people don't drink? Is that what we're doing now? That's the whole idea. Yes. What we're the hell are you and I going to talk about? Puritanical <laughs> pre-prohibitionism. I mean, it's unbelievable. It's the stupidest. They just I don't understand let it be what it is. It, it doesn't make yeah. any sense to me. 
like this is the the like whitewashing or clean over cleaning See, of probably everything. won't be able to say that sometime soon too. you'll have to yeah. just say the uh orange wash the cleansification i like orange so let's just yeah. no i don't are we going to pretend that there's not vices and bad people and drugs and crime like are we just going to bury are we now ostriches do we just bury our head in the sand la 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 la, la nothing out there like what are we doing i, I think that's the general idea i think that's a general Jesus, idea damn jiminy shame. joseph you know, uh, anyway. can, okay, you know what, can I, at the top of the hour, can I unveil um, a theory I have about um, going down that road as it, okay. t- as it ties into football and the National Football League? Well, you know, 5 I, o'clock is our, is our Patriots and NFL power hour, so of course it that's when perfectly. I'm doing it, because I, I told it to some friends yesterday, and they're like, oh my God, you're onto something. Like, I, I completely think you're onto something, and this Ooh, is a, a theory I, I have that I think I, you're going to find interesting. Okay, I was not expecting you to bring any high-quality Market 10 vertical teases to the program today, but good job by That's you. What I do. Feel Just free to sit back as I paint the picture and reset the show here for everybody. This is Fitzy and Hart on Boston Sports Original, 93.7 FM, WEEI, all across the WEEI Sports Radio Network, and, of course, heard live on the Odyssey app. If you don't have it, download it today, A-U-D-A-C-Y. Why? Because we are Boston Sports Original. We're talking just a little general sports scene right now, but, of course, we're celebrating the Celtics winning their second game of the season, 119-111, over the Miami Heat last night. Uh, we are getting ready for Patriots-Dolphins tomorrow. We could sprinkle in a little Red Sox because we got us a new general manager what? or assistant uh, head of baseball operations, chief general selection pitching person, sir. Yeah, pitching guru. Of, Go get one. In the form of Maybe two. Uh, Theo's former assistant and former two-time Boston Red Sox pitcher, Craig Breslow. Uh, all sorts of things going on. Did you happen to also catch Andy A. Any of the Celtics game last night, and B. Did you catch the end of the that World Series game, which was phenomenal? Uh, I saw a little bit of the Celtics game. I did see, by the way, my boy Jalen Brown bounced back. I know everybody wanted to. Oh, nope. I teed you up for that before you hopped on. I said, Andy, take your victory lap because he like, had a fabulous bounce back night. Right, and he's going to face criticism because of the contract. That's reality. Expectations. Right. We we see it. We, you know, we've all said if Mac Jones was a third-round pick, he'd be treated different, but he wasn't. He's a first-round pick. And now Jalen Brown is one of the highest-paid players in the NBA. I think Giannis's average annual value on the extension actually passes him a little bit, but whatever. Um, I think you're going to get a really interesting year from my guy Jalen Brown. I think you're going to see defense. I think you're going to see probably a little less scoring because, hell, they have a, a pretty damn good lineup where the scoring might be diversified a little bit more. Um, but the big-picture takeaway, spin the wheel. Spin the wheel and just say, who's going to be our great player tonight? Who are we going to? Who's Coach Joe Mazzulla going to be talking about tonight? Derek White, Jalen Brown, you know, more often than not, Jason Tatum will be a big part of that. Drew Holiday, like I, this team, if they stay healthy, this team is going to be so much fun to watch and follow yes. the course of this season. I think it's going to be. Turp and I were talking just about could that be a banner year. You know what I'm saying? Oh, oh boy, just, it better be. Duh. Duck, everybody. It's one of Andy's jokes. Boat! And hop on the boat because it's going to be a wild ride. It should It should be. We were talking about, like you and I spoke about earlier this week as well, the Drew Holiday effect of him now allowing Jalen Brown to focus more on his defense one night if he needs yep. to or to not have to worry about defending whoever their best player is because Drew Holiday is probably going to put him on lockdown and play a solid game. Derek White just blossoming into an absolute stud as his coach was talking about a few moments ago in the rejoin, just making six shots and playing a wild, outrageous, and spectacular basketball game. Tatum crushed it. 
on the first game against the Knicks. He had a solid game last night. Not the same. Didn't score 34. Put up a 22 spot. But it was an all-around excellent game. I mean, there's just so much versatility in this starting five. I'm telling you, if they can either add a spare wing or some, some uh, a little, you know, maybe an extra five later on come trade deadline in the middle of the season, if this team stays healthy, they're going to be something else. It's tr- really just the skill set, the versatility, the talent, uh, and it seems like they already like it. They're getting sure it's going to take a little more time for them to develop their rhythm. They were a little bit low on the assists last night. I think they only had 18 or 19 on the night, but. This team really does have the potential to be something extra special, and it's been a blast to watch them the first two nights as well. The crowd last night was absolutely awesome. It was, it was playoff-worthy last night, and that was just the tip-off to the season. But then again, that's what the Miami Heat do, Andy. They bring out the best in the crowd. They go toe-to-toe, tooth and nail with the Red Sox every single time. They save something special for them. It's remarkable how the Heat really do play their best basketball when they play the Celtics. Yeah, and that's why um, Rich Keefe and I the other night did our Tier Tuesday with NBA teams, and I still put the Heat in sort of that second tier that concerns mm-hmm. me in the East. Obviously, Celtics and Bucks are the teams to beat in the East. I, sure. I will, you know, this is you know the horror, you know, Halloween's right around the corner. That sort of horror movie idea of don't don't trust the guy to be dead until you put like a couple extra bullets in his head and like right. don't just walk away and think the fall killed him that's the heat that's jimmy butler don't assume they're dead mm-hmm. until they are lim- eliminated from the playoffs i know they didn't get dame and that sort of changed the vibe of their off season but i just feel like they're always there they're always there to sort of shiv you in the back and snap it off yeah, exact, exactly. It's like uh, it's like what Michael Bean said in The Terminator. Like, it doesn't stop. It won't stop. It'll never stop. It'll always want to try to kill you. Like, they really are Terminators when they play the Celtics. And last night, the, if you will, the death blow, if you will, was that Jalen Brown three. He went for it. It was great to see. He knew he was feeling it. He was having a good shooting night. He was coming around. He was... I know Derek White finished with 28 to his 27, but he felt like the offensive leader last night. And he knew, I'm going to put these guys to bed. He, they didn't try to play just to squeak it out at the foul lines. Like, no, this is how we're going to take care of it. And he drains the corner three. It was awesome. The roof almost blew off the place. And it's just late October. Before we go to break, Andy, we'll come back. We'll get to your calls at 617-779-7937. I want to share this. We have now, A, a front runner for call of the year in sports broadcasting, let alone college football. And dare I say, if I were to start my... Uh, thoroughly profane, uncensored broadcast network, WGFY, if you will, or Mm. just the profane sports fan network, I would hire this gentleman from Fox Sports. Andy, this was an actual call earlier today. I kid you you not. Um, This was on Fox. This uh, was on FS1, excuse me. This was from the West Virginia University of Central Florida game. A wild, amazing interception was made, and this went out to millions of people. He can do whatever he wants in virtually any sport he wants. Plumley to throw. Hasn't had an incompletion today. And there's his first hit to pick off. How about that? Ball is picked up by Beanie Bishop. What a f- interception that was. Off the hands and off the feet and into the arms of Beanie Bishop. Uh, what now? I don't, think, I don't think you're allowed to do that. Can you believe that? Uh, I love it. I That's the world I love because to me that's genuine. That's a like a genuine it's reaction. Awesome. 
Um, yeah, until you get fined like a million bucks by the FCC or something. If anyone, honestly, stop, if they fine him or if he is not allowed to broadcast next week, if he's suspended or fined, censured or relieved of his duties, shame on them. Shave, shame on I, them. I agree, it was an but accident. I, I worry about the world we live in. We just talked about that you can't call it a cocktail party, right? I mean, that's the world we live in. Yeah. The, the, uh, no, the, the level point. to which people will push themselves to be offended or, or angry or whatever by certain situations is alarming. But I, I love it. So the guy's first inter- incompletion of the day was a pick? Was but an effing pick? <laughs> the, the receiver fell down, and the ball sort of like... Remember the, of course you remember it, the, uh, was the name of the Seattle receiver who, uh, Curse, Jerome Curse. Yep. It was, it was Curse-like on the catch, but except okay. it kicked off his foot up into the air and the cornerback who was stumbling caught it and then returned it 30 yards. It, it's wild. It. Take a look for it on, I retweeted I it at FitzyGFY if you guys want to check it out as well. Uh, you. That was on, yeah, no, I had you <laughs> muted years ago. Uh, it was it was it was live today, and I think somebody at Fox tried to either put out a press release or something saying he said funky. He did not. Yeah, and you shouldn't apologize for it. Sports are supposed to be passionate. Sports are supposed to be unpredictable and unscripted and fun and energetic. That is why we go to these things. That's why we listen to these things. That's why we watch these things to feel that energy. And who is hurt by it? I'll say it again. Who is hurt by it? If your kid heard it and was like, "What's that word?" Have a conversation with your kid. Be a parent. Tell them we don't use that word. It's an adult word. However you want to handle it. That's what sports are supposed to be. Organic, funny, energetic, reactionary. That's how it's supposed to be. Terp, can we hear that one more time before break? He can do whatever he wants in virtually any sport he wants. Plumley to throw. Hasn't had an incompletion today. And there's his first hit to pick off. How about that? Ball is picked up. What a f- interception that was. <laughs> oh, man. Let's get that guy. Is there any way we maybe we can get him on Sox games or something? Or maybe we can throw him in the boot. Something we get him on BC. Pair him, pair him with Meter Perel as soon as we can. That'll jazz up the BC. That would games. be quite a pairing. 617-779-7937. There's your number. Give us a ch- give us a little chime, a little shout, a little call. If you want to do a little two-way sports talk action, talk Celtics. Talk NFL, talk Patriots. We'll be back in just a couple of minutes here on an impromptu Saturday afternoon. Fitzy and Hart on WEEI. We forgot the chili peppers, Andy. There's the chili peppers. We got them. We're back. Fitzy and Hart. I don't know why I decided to go into that accent. Careful. Like it. Well, I'm just having a little Who fun. are you offending? Uh, I, I mean, exactly. No, we do live in the day and age where no matter what you say these days, chances are if there's a particular manner in which you say it, you're probably offending yep. somebody or at least someone is going to pretend to be offended, yep. at which point you're going to get in trouble, even though there's no reason at all. Speaking of which, um, on that very topic, Andy, just to uh, squirrel off for just a second here, did you happen to see at the start of the Cal versus USC game? that the opening of the game was delayed for a half an hour because there was a protest on the 50-yard line. It looks like to be a group of 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 12 students sat down at the 50, got onto the field, sat down at the 50, and locked arms. Could you please tell me, A, what they were protesting, and B, where Marshawn Lynch was with the golf cart to clean him up? No, that would be wrong. 
I don't know what they were protesting, quite honestly. Don't care. And uh, I think they should have just played. <laughs> I think they should have kicked off, and 11 guys should have run down the field, and if I hit you, I hit you. Like, it just drives me nuts. The people that sit across the highway or, like, glue themselves to the floor. It's just mm-hmm. like, no, no, uh, no, we're not doing this. We're not doing this. There's a lot of problems in the world. We all know that. We acknowledge that. And we'd all like the world to be a better place. But you're making mm-hmm. it a worse place right now. And you're making me angry. And you won't like me when I'm angry because I turn oh, green. Oh, no, 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 no one will. No one will like him when he's angry for sure. Yeah, I mean, okay, I get it. You want to have your voice heard. You want to like try to right a wrong and fix an injustice, and it's a free country. And but, like, but I mean, you gotta take our college football away. You gotta sit down. Like, yeah, what a pain in the rear that is. Damn. Uh, okay, I mean, you know, they're they're gonna do what they're gonna do. But you know, at the same, I get it. At the same time, also, just, you know what? Honestly, if you choose to sit there, that's fine. Just don't mind when you know Caleb Williams throws a crossing pass and it, you right. know dinks you off the head or somebody bulldozes you Sorry. because they're trying to make a tackle of the tight end who's running, you know, Sorry. steaming towards the end zone because he caught you ever a play Frogger? When you cross the highway, you get hit and splatted sometimes. If you sit in the middle of a football field during a football game, you might get hurt. So don't do it because exactly. we're going to play. It's kind of like that security guard. You see that security guard the other way that absolutely lit up the streaker? Probably a Oof. little too much. It was like helmet to helmet would have been targeting in any level of football, 15 yards, but he not only laid the guy out, he then stood over him and talked a little trash for a minute. I was going to say, is that the one that I saw this week who like stood up yep. and was like, how yep. about that? Yep, absolutely. And I'm going to tell you, I'm going to guarantee you, I don't even remember where it was, what stadium, but anybody thinking of running on the field, is thinking twice now because they're like, is that crazy guy out there? Because, you know, it was going to be fun and like, yeah, the, the my boys were going to video it and it was going to be cool to see it on the Internet. But uh, I don't, I don't want to be paralyzed for life if that dude's going to take me right. out. Like, you should think before you do something dumb. And he made more people think. Just like if you played a football game over the top of protesters, I think it would make others think twice about protesting. Pre- probably not okay, but hey, you know, I'm no, not okay. No, it's probably not okay as well. As the shirt the I wore yesterday said, I'm not for everyone. Oh, you've worn that shirt multiple times. I know, it's my anthem, one of my anthems. That's your, that's your go-to anthemic yep. outfit? Yep. <laughs> doing any uh, doing any Halloweening this weekend, by the way? Any adult no. Halloween parties? No, I'm not into that. I, you don't I like, do you don't Although like I do dress- like, have you noticed the explosion of Halloween decorations thanks in large part to these oversized uh, lawn ornaments or whatever you the skeletons and the oh, other the scary, inflatable that are like, like well no the, not even the like inflatable the, the PVC the plastic ones. Yes, ones that are like real which look awesome. great awesome I I drove by a house in ah oh, jeez where was it halfway I was on, I was at the studio yesterday and then I was driving to Arlington and halfway between our studios in beautiful safe Brighton Massachusetts and Arlington Massachusetts I forget exactly where I was um, I passed by this house. They even had a sign up that said, please feel free to stop and take photos and videos of our lawn and enjoy it during Halloween season. Just don't, you know, gum up the street with traffic or whatever else. It was like, I want to say 25 very expensive animatronic, like clowns, psych, like they were all, it was terrifying. And the best part was for me, it was the middle of the day. Like if I see it at night, it's like, oh, that's how it's supposed to go. But it almost looked like. I see. I find daytime horror movies to be just as, if not sometimes, more terrifying. And I drove by, and it was like I'm glad the kids weren't in the car. They would have been freaked the flip out, like as Fox broadcaster style. It I like was. 
Oh, it was awesome. It was yeah, awesome. I'm not a big Halloween guy. I'm more into Christmas decorations than that. But I like a second holiday where people are really kind of taking it to the next level with the with the uh, lawn decorations and and I I think some of it is the availability of these things. I don't remember these whatever they are eight nine ten foot tall skeletons up until really like last year. And uh, yeah. I, I I enjoy it. It was always well the inflatables. Like we've got a bunch. Yeah, but of those aren't as scary. No, they're just deck. Well, I also have a ten and a six year old, so I don't want to like terrify them on the way in and out of school or when they go out wow. to play with their friends. But did you just give me the meow because I I'm trying to actually be a re? A res- you ever hear a of a res- boy named Sue? We grow up strong, we grow up fast. Oh God! Scare the kids and see how they react. Fifty in, fifty in due in due time, heart in due time. I like personally. I like the inflatables. Nightmare Before Christmas. One of the like. I know you'll defend National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation till you're blue in the face. Yeah. Uh, or the Christmas tree falls and the cat gets electrocuted. But Nightmare Before Christmas is one of my all-time favorites. So we, we, we put a lot of that out on the lawn, too. People seem to like it. But we'll see if we can upgrade to the 10-foot-tall terror skeletons A couple next years. Year. Your kids get a little older. They might yeah. be ready to take that next step and those things. Now, I don't know where people store all these things. Do you have to rent out like yeah, a storage where do, space? Where do like, people... We have a big attic and we've got a decent-sized basement. But like, can you imagine actually paying for auxiliary storage for right. your holiday decor? For my 10-foot-tall skeleton and clown that I bring out in <laughs> late October. <laughs> I feel like you have to and convince it, your wife of that. Like, so see, he, see, this is how it works, honey. They're expensive, but we also need to store them. Validate so. it. <laughs> like, well, and like even with like Christmas, okay, Christmas decorations, and anyone who does like Thanksgiving decorate, that's such a brief window. Please knock it off with yeah, the Thanksgiving or like feast on the season. Get out of here. The turkey, but, like, the inflatable turkey in the front. Yeah, yard. stop like, it. Yeah, I might sad. have to go pop one as soon as I see. One. But like the Christmas decorations, you get not only like the day after Thanksgiving or even right before Thanksgiving, all the way straight through to December twenty five. But some, I mean, I'm a guy. Oh, yeah. I leave the Christmas tree up at least two weeks longer. Usually, absolutely. Maybe by the time the football playoffs start and we have a gathering at the homestead, that's usually around when we take the the cars right. and the decor down. But up until that, hell yeah, yeah. But, first you know, week of January is still fair game for Christmas decorations. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. Six one seven six one seven 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 nine seven ninety three seven is your telephone number. When we come back, Andy Hart will pay off his big football tease that he promised us just a few moments ago, and we will get you guys pumped, primed, and prepared as your New England Patriots look to prove that they are back-ish on the season. Are they the frauds, or could it be the Miami Dolphins who have yet to beat a team this season with a winning record as they battle tomorrow? at Fraud Rock Stadium, 1 in the p.m. We'll have all the news, information, analysis, and more that you will need in the second hour of a Saturday afternoon special edition of Fitzy and Hart here on WEEI. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. 